Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, it was a slow week at the box office. That doesn't mean that there was cool stuff to talk about, though. We're going to go in deep on Serenity. That film is bonkers! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This, of course, is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Oh, uh, wait, uh, I don't have my other person. So, Ju- Juliet, you want to help me out? <laughs> this will go well. Yeah, let me yes, know. Okay, so we're going to sing the word prognosticate, but I'm, we're going to do it in bits. I'm sorry I didn't prep you on this. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it till just now. So, ready? Okay. I think so. I'm not sure if I'm ready or not. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Prog. Prog. No. No. Sticky. Sticky. Beautiful. <laughs> About the box office that lie I'm Frank Moran. And what's up? Carrie Lane here. And of course, chiming in, sounding so delightful and making us look even better is Juliet in the booth. Thank you so much, guys. I'm very excited to be part of the show tonight. Uh, lots to look forward to, and I'm glad to be part of the team. Well, uh, you won't feel the way that way at the end of the show. <laughs> so uh, enjoy this. Enjoy this high while you can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and Amy's in the thick of movies, mean at the SAG Awards. That is right. Yes. Uh, follow her on uh, social media. I'm sure she's mm-hmm. going to be posting all her little Insta stories and whatnot. Yeah. But all the uh, shenanigans. Or not? She's maybe up after because she's probably working. <laughs> I don't know. I think she'll get. She'll take time. She'll she, find she it. Cares. Just yeah. She cares about uh, her social yes. media fans. She's going to keep everybody in the loop. Yay. Uh, yes, but we're going to uh, dive into uh, this week's top five. But Woo. before we do that, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up, two, three, or four, however many you can fit in. And, of course, the chat is up and running. Yes. So feel free to chime in about anything that we're talking about or movies in general. But, Carrie, if they're joining us after the show stream live, what can they do? Yes, you all can comment down below. <laughs> Which you do, and we love it, because we read all of them. Absolutely. We do. So, uh, yeah, as I mentioned at the top of the show, a very quiet week at the box office there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the films that did come out uh, didn't exactly set the uh, the ground to fire. Yeah, I was noticing there's a couple movies that didn't make yes. the top five, and we're like, oh yeah, maybe. It's like, nope. That's right. Uh, but coming in number one was a, uh, a repeat again of last week's top one, Glass. The yeah. uh, M. Night Shyamalan film from Universal made another $19 million. Yeah, I still want to see it. I haven't. I know. Yeah, all right. It's my last weekend of moving. Like, we have to be out by tomorrow. So it's this is the end. And finally, I can try to get back into watching more movies. I will be curious uh, what you think. I mean, as I talk to other people about you, it, because the ending yeah. kind of, I felt, first ring is like I could understand what he wanted to do, but that didn't, yeah. but it didn't necessarily mean that I enjoyed it. But do you like it now after it's settled a little bit? No, no. Not, okay. I mean, eh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could sit there and go like, yeah, because I know so many people in the chat will often say, "Does he even like anything?" <laughs> he does not much. That much. That much. Uh, <laughs> coming to number two again, the upside. Uh, Kevin Hart, Brian, uh, Brian Cranston, another twelve point two million dollars. Well, because you know there are those movies that t- maybe at first you're not as jazzed about them, but as time passes, you kind of go. The more you think about it, I had that kind of with Assassination Nation. I, I liked it when I saw it, but the more I talked about it to people, I was like, I really like that movie. Oh, that's true. So, I think of a film I felt that way about. Uh, hmm. There was a cheesy Bollywood one I saw once called Sing is King, and watching it was really dumb, but saying the jokes and moments later, it was a lot funnier. All right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, so I'm so gonna, any? Uh, I'm going to see if I can think of one that pops oh. to mind. I, I'm sure I felt that feeling before where I'm like, 
this is this is terrible. Oh wait, this actually wasn't so bad. You think it, it probably more often than not happens once you watch it at home, where you take it away oh, from the right. big theater experience. You watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's just fine to watch it home if I'm goofing around. Or they're less funny because the joke you already know it. Yeah. Or I remember you, seeing like Harold and Kumar the first time, thinking it was hilarious, and watching it again, it was not as funny. But I think it's because you already knew what the jokes were. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess like with the comedy, it's yeah. Unless it's you the, love the joke. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, I guess because when you're watching watching at home, uh, you've taken away the expectations you've had for it. You're now you're just yeah. watching it again. Like, all right, yeah, I've already been disappointed, so I can now just enjoy this <laughs> no, just for what it is. Yeah, uh, Julia, any movies you've seen that you liked better later or was worse? Or ooh, that's a good question. I think uh, I feel that way about TV. Maybe oh, okay. more importantly, I feel like you watch something when you were younger and you're like, oh, that was great. And then you watch it again, and you're like, "Whoa! How could I ever watch this? Spend so much time watching it." <laughs> no, that's Fair. true. Yeah. Especially with animation too, where you think the. Uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you're a kid, you're like, this is incredible. And then as an adult, you're like, Oof, this is some rough animation. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number three, second way to the back of our week's top, uh, this weekend's top five, Aquaman. Did you say sinking? Sinking. Sinking, sinking <laughs> our way back in. Mm, there you go. Made a water pun. That's Yay. right. There you go. Uh, for <laughs> Warner Brothers. Thank you. Another $7.3 million. And again, we did like it. We nitpicked at it, but we did like it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Those comments were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in number four was one of the two, uh, two new films that we were looking at here at the box office this past weekend. Was The Kid Who Would Be King from Fox. $7.25 million. Came in lower than people were hoping for. But that's not bad if it's also, you know, it's... I would say, like, indie British film per our market. Like, um, you know, Attack the Block, same idea. You know, I, there are the people that are semi Like, even though it's still in English, it's almost considered a foreign film, though. Yeah. So it's like, well, those accents... I've heard people be, oh, yeah, the accents or something like that. You're like, really? I think it looks cute. I still haven't... I, I do want to see it. This is just one I didn't have time to... Nah, uh, my, my... Neither... Neither me, neither me. I mean, that's a, that's a grammatically correct <laughs> yeah. sentence. Uh, but that was that film was also the subject of our box office bet. So mm-hmm. uh, we had Brianna in the mix as well. But don't worry, even though she's not here today, she's safe, so it's okay. Uh, again, the film made seven point two five million dollars. Uh, I won. Look at me, Whee! I won with an eleven million dollar bet. We had Carrie at twelve, Brianna at twelve point five, and our girl Amy. Uh, she's probably going to leave the second awards. Right and drive right over to the movie theater. She went high. She went fifteen million dollars. Um, Look at her go. I was safe in the middle. Kind That's of. right. Yay. That's right. I have to, but I, I still want to see that one. So. I had the courage to go low. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, so yeah. So folks, that was the uh, the results of this week's box office bet. At the end of the show, we'll be doing another one. Uh, again, we're not really going to do a bet. Uh, usually, we reach out to the chat to have them uh, vote on the film they mm-hmm. want us to do. There's only one movie in contention this oh. week, and we'll get to that in a little <laughs> bit there. So uh, it'll be very easy for the box office bet this week, though. Uh, back to the uh, the top five, though. Coming in at number five, rounding it out, is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, $6.1 million. Woo! 
the Up film that came out this past week that uh, is bonkers. If you don't have a, if you have not seen it, you should go out to oh, a yeah, theater you, and see it. Did you go watch it? This is Serenity, uh, the film that stars Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. and Hathaway. Did you go because you lost the bet? I was like, no, we bet on we, that we one, right? No, we haven't even bet on this one. Oh. Uh, I just went, because this film, is it was one of our two that we were... We uh, talked about. Yes, it could be yeah. The Kid Would Be King or Serenity. Yes. Uh, I've, uh, folks, usually you're, you're spot on about like, Hey, yeah, I want to make them go see a garbage movie and have to sit through that. Uh, uh usually your instincts are, are right, but you, you, you folks, you, you messed up this time because Serenity, holy cow, that, that movie is bonkers. It has bar none. The, the, the twist, I don't think any twist that you'd see in any film in 2019 will top the twist that you hmm. saw in this one. But does that mean it's good it, i mean it is by no means a good movie it, oh. but the twist it is just i i would love to have been in the room when uh oh, matthew mcconaughey or anne hathaway mm. they're reading the script and the, they're meeting with the director and he's kind of pitching him on his mm. vision because it's so crazy it's one of those that's just totally out of left field that you don't see it coming yeah yeah so it's a good well it's a good well there we go that's our comment for the week. What makes a good, don't spoil it, but good twist of a movie is it one like you cannot see coming at all or you kind of like to see it and then you're satisfied with where it went? Comment that down below. But don't spoil any because there's some, there's some movies though when you say there's a twist, that almost ruins the movie. Yeah. Because then you're expecting something to flip. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's just, there's a revelation in this movie oh, okay. that is just, you're like, oh, it puts the whole, the, puts the film in an entirely uh, different context huh. and you're like, holy cow. This is, all right, this is what we're doing. All right. All well, right. with that review. Yes. I, I wish, I, I, I mean, since it's opening weekend, mm. I know not many people went and saw it. I mean, clearly it only mm-hmm. made $4.8 million mm. from the box office. Yeah. So many of you did not see it. I will give you a chance to talk about it. Go see it yourselves before, I say next week. Mm-hmm. Next week we can talk a little bit more if, uh, about why I thought it was so crazy. There you go. Just I uh, hope you like fishing. That's all uh, I'll say. <laughs> uh, in the chat, we where did it go? Um, Sky Patterson pointed out, congrats to Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on winning Best Ensemble in a Comedy TV Series. So there's oh, nice. going on right now. Which, that's what I've been watching this week. I finished all of season one. I'd already watched a couple episodes, and I'm like halfway through season two. It's a really good show, and I'm getting... You know, the more you go in it, it's great. And semi-connected to uh, movies, uh, Zachary Levy... Is it Levi Levy? Uh, Zachary Levi. Levi. That's right. Okay. Uh, he's in it uh, in season two a yeah. little bit, and I did not know, so I was like, "Oh, hey!" So he's gonna, and then I'm excited for him in Shazam. And then he said Shazam, and he flies off, right? Totally. That's what I thought. That's yeah. right. It's a little subtle promotion for the film. Yeah. Yep. There you go. It's a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Uh, the cinematography for that show is incredible. Uh, there's a sequence where they're working on a switchboard banks and just to see the behind the scenes of how they made that scene come to life is oh the really how they're impressive. doing the yeah yeah well the i'm like what is the name of that uh it's the place she works for a bit and i'm like oh my gosh what is the name of it i forget but yeah well she's stuck as an operator for a little bit because things don't go well or something there you go that would have been so obnoxious of just constant like it's the fastest kind of job i'm like no thanks <laughs> no thank you <laughs> Uh, I did see one other film, and I wanted to take a, a quick sidebar for one yes. second, because we Carrie talked about it a lot last week. I had not seen it, but I figured, why not go check out this Dragon Ball Super oh, yeah. Broly? <laughs> First time I've ever seen anything Dragon Ball in my entire oh, okay. life. I just said, all right, I will go take the plunge into this film and see what's up. Were you super lost knowing nothing? You know, I mean, I guess, you know, just from reading a lot of comic books and oh, anime okay. and things like that, I mean, I guess we've just okay. picked up on... 
bits and pieces. I knew it was just like, you know, lots of fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did not realize, you know, but I also feel as I feel like it feels uh, has a lot of similar anime tropes where it's, mm. hey, it's uh, we're fighting, but we yeah. always have to learn how to be a better fighter, a better fighter, yeah. a better fighter. And there's always another challenger that is stronger than the one that we've yeah. defeated before. And how can we ever defeat this one? I've got to become an even better fighter. And now this time, I, I didn't realize they went through so many permeations of hair change colors. Yeah. <laughs> I, was excited. I, th- I knew they went and did That's the yellows. That's how they level up, you know. But and I didn't blue, know they did the red and, like and the blue and the green. Yes. thing. Yeah. Uh, they just kept on, I was like, all right, they've got it. Nope. They're going, they're going even uh, another color. So it was interesting. I mean, I guess, you know, this Broly is not, uh, his first time in continuity mm-hmm. with this. So uh, are you, were you, I, I, oh, you haven't seen it yet, so. Yeah, not really. Right. <laughs> I knew okay. all about it, and my friends who've seen it loved it. Um, I'm familiar with the Dragon Ball series. I watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z as a kid, and then I kind of fell off. But I'm familiar with, like, the foundation of it all. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if this, I, I, I'm intrigued to probably read up more about it. I don't mm. know if I'm really going, like. Yeah, I'll go and sit or sit down and, and sink into a bunch of it because I feel like the fight sequences very cool. Yeah, but then it, it was just some of the character beats where it's like, yeah, I mean, mileage may vary on all that. Do you know if your audience reacted to it differently than you because maybe some of them were familiar with it? Um, not really. Okay, it felt like the audience was just. I think the audience appreciated it, but nobody yeah. was like. I didn't hear a lot of a lot of laughter. Like, oh, that's clearly like an inside joke, or like, oh, that's mm. a callback to a really cool moment that yeah. I have no context for. So nothing that really happened. I don't know about if like a full screening in a regular theater, but I know when I've seen anime movies at anime events, the fans are very vocal like when a character pops up. Because I saw, uh, it was part of the Full Metal Alchemist series and it was like Conqueror of Shambhala. And I went and saw it at Anime Expo having never seen the series. And that was a mistake because people were so excited when characters popped up because some of them had you know, died in one of the other versions. And so they're like, oh, yay, it's so-and-so. And I'm sitting there going, why are we excited? <laughs> <laughs> so that I'll is one of those where, like, uh, it's interesting to gauge, like, the excitement levels. Yeah, it's... Uh... But So you did like it even though you knew, like, nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, it was fine okay, to watch. Cool. I mean, you know, you just see all yeah. the characters kind of set in motion, and then mm-hmm. uh, they come together for the big battle at the end. Cool. That... Uh, takes like the last third of the movie it's just all fighting that sounds like dragon ball yeah yep. which yep. uh <laughs> i remember I, I looked at one review and they just said like i you know the, the fighting is always great but it almost feels like like at some point you're like i need a break from the fighting for a moment they have lots of filler episodes that are just like long battle things and stuff you're just like okay yeah i mean i'm down for a good battle but even i was like who yeah we're st- <laughs> it's still going all right all right you're like oh yeah still going yep 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 but don't worry um, we're still gonna keep fighting again uh, Yusuf in the chat. I watched Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Some of GT fell off seasons uh, are longer and drag on. Hard to keep up with that series when you're older. Yeah, there's there's gobs of that show. Like that franchise is so massive. But that's great that it's become a movie and it was number three when it first came out. So yeah. on their opening weekend. So yay! Uh, and it's always great to to see something written and then hear it pronounced in the film. So it was like I thought it was Vegeta. That's like Vegeta. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's Vegeta, guys. It's, it's like Vegeta. well, then that gets in the discussion of sub versus dub of like subtitles and uh, dubbing because I realized that I said that on another show and it could sound like something else. <laughs> but yeah, because then it's pronounced like 
on over on AfterBuzz, AfterBuzz anime reviews for watching Soul Eater, but I watch it with subtitles, and my most of my co-hosts are watching it with English, and then we have moments of like, what did they say on your version of it, and how did they pronounce it? So even amongst that, there's levels of like, how did they say it? Yeah. But uh, yeah, animation cool. was like, like it. fine. So yeah, okay, yeah, there nice. you go. All right, so speaking of international films, we're talking about Dragon mm-hmm. Ball, Super Broly. Uh, but let's uh, dive into other stuff here. Aquaman, it has now grossed uh, a little over $1 billion worldwide to become the biggest DC title ever, surpassing The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, it has uh, got 774.2 wow. overseas so far, and Japan is still waiting to uh, to welcome its arms. Op- with open arms, they wait for Jason Momoa to come, <laughs> the king of the seven seas. Uh, now it's running down. It's uh, winding down its run in China. Uh, the total there, though, is two hundred and ninety point six million dollars. But uh, taking its place as another superhero, uh, Deadpool two, in the uh, in the Once Upon a Land uh, PG thirteen version of that Once Upon a Deadpool. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I think it's good for a one off. Just mm. sure, okay. I mean, but I don't think I'd ever want to see. Deadpool presented this in be that. a regular thing. No, I yeah, mean, that's the whole point. Is he's supposed to be an R kind of character? Yeah, swearing, sex stuff, violence, everything like is supposed to be the extreme. So the thought of let's tone it down seems very contrary to what that character is. But it's also, I mean, I guess the challenge is that he is a Marvel comic book character where uh, a lot of his adventures are anybody you know of uh, teenagers and younger kids. You know, anywhere from like ten to thirteen, you, you go read it. So yeah. they can't see an R-rated film, and they'd love the character. So, so I could see the reason wait. for them doing this. You got, or if you you're got, reading it, you're going to see it anyway. Same difference. You know it would be funny, though, is if they put him into PG-13 and then like bleep out the things he says, so he still says it, but they yeah. bleep it. So And then he comments, like, really? You know, what's happening here? Like, that could be really funny. That'd be a fun way to include it and acknowledge it. That's true. Because uh, they're still, now that Fox is uh, being acquired by Disney, they're still up in the air about exactly mm-hmm. how the X-Men properties uh, will be handled mm-hmm. under the Disney regime. So I, I feel like Deadpool has proven to be so so successful in its two films in the version that it's in. Yeah. I, I would feel like if Disney wanted to continue to do it, and this by far seems to be the most popular one of all the, and well-received of all mm-hmm. the X-Men films, I think you would want to leave it alone. Exactly. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know what the uh, the Doctor Doom film that they're going to be doing uh, that has been put on the wayside as well as sorry guys Gambit. That looks like it's it's just never going to make it to the big screen. <sighs> it's because they can't do it right, so then they're not going to do it. But uh, it's also like <laughs> Gambit is not a character yeah. that I would want to see as mm. a star of a film. Mm. Fine if you wanted to have him be in the Ensemble. team of X Men, yeah. Mm-hmm. But as a as a sole focus. Nah, it's just mm. hey, Gambit's fine, yeah. you know. But hey, maybe if you, and unfortunately, I, if you rebooted the whole X Men universe and recast, uh, so you could start Rogue oh, just from the completely beginning, completely do it over. Yeah, so that, that way you could have Gambit and Rogue. They might be more interesting together. Yeah, but I feel like you know certainly the the, the Rogue that's been established with Anna that Paquin. Yeah. No, nah, it just wouldn't Mm-mm. it wouldn't gel well. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they rebooted it, it mm. could be interesting. But right now, I would oof, no no no. no. And Channing Tatum, I like Channing Tatum, but I just don't he know if I would like right. him as Gambit. Yeah, yeah, and it, he's I, like he's muscular, but he's supposed to be very long and lean. Like he's a little bit more Brad Pitt in um, Snatch. Yeah, he's like you know he's part of the like Assassins Guild, man. Yeah. He's got to be uh, be you know. Not that Channing Tatum doesn't like he's very fit, but it just feels like he's a little more. I don't yeah, know. I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
I understand. Carrie and I were, were <laughs> on the same Yes. So basically, it opened uh, Once Upon a Deadpool opened up in China. It landed at number one with $21.4 million. It pushes Deadpool 2 to $767 million globally, higher than the X-Men Days of Future Past to make Deadpool films the number one and number two biggest grossers in the X-Men series worldwide. So look at that. Lots of money. Uh, and looking at uh, Glass, its, uh, its software session was $23.6 million overseas in 55 markets. That's a 55, excuse me, 52% drop from the front-loaded opening last weekend, giving the uh, level of the dip, though. It's estimated that Glass which Disney is also handling overseas, is now running a bit behind the previous entry in the, uh, in the uh, trilogy split. So, Sorry, I'm just giggling. Someone hashtag, don't body shame Tatum. I am totally not. He's just not the right body type for the character I read in the comics and the cartoons. <laughs> he has an amazing body. It's just not the gambit oh, for the comic books. <laughs> I'll go watch me some Magic Mike and everything and uh, the dance movies he's done too. So, Step just up. Saying. Yes, thank you. So I was like... Good. I was too distracted by it. Um, <laughs> I wonder, though, if Glass will do better once it's on video so that you can watch all three together. That... Like, I wonder if that might get it some legs later. Yeah, I, boy, I just don't know if that'd be a Because some people like I... waiting for it. Yeah, I just don't know if that'd be a fun evening for me. If I'd want to <laughs> run that trilogy. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm. yeah. You'd definitely have to be in a certain mood to be able to, to run those three back to back to back. Uh, and then rounding out our international news there, Bohemian Rhapsody, five-time Oscar nominee, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. now has $816.2 million globally uh, with, uh, with, excuse me, the global box office with 611.3 coming from overseas. That has some interesting controversy lately. Oh, with the uh, Brian Singer mm-hmm. stuff? And then awards being pulled back and stuff. and it It's one of those that's much more complicated subject than our show but it's just unfortunate that a whole movie has to suffer because of somebody's actions yeah not talking about their actions just saying like you know like if one person in a group effed it up for everybody else and that just kind of sucks for the movie yeah i i I guess me personally i'd be more riled up if i enjoy the movie more i mean it's fine it's fine Mm. but i wasn't like oh yes We've talked about our feelings about sure. that film. So, yeah. Uh, now, of course, uh, we have one film, as I mentioned, that's going to be the subject of this week's box office bet. That is going to be Miss Bala with uh, Gina Rodriguez. That is going to be. It's basically. It seems at least from that which I've only seen one little commercial for. I was wondering, huh? kind of uh, yeah, a woman who's you know coming back to kick butt and take names. Wait, I feel I have seen something for this. <laughs> like, I have this image of a scene where she's having a discussion with somebody and, like, she has a red dress and they're... I think um, you're right. I think you're right. Yes, I did see a bit of that. Yep, there's the red dress. There you <laughs> I was go. Like, yep. I remember that from the trailer because she's having a discussion with somebody of, you know, of this this life or something like that. And But, yeah, otherwise, nope, I haven't heard of it. But now I have a, I actually have cable now at the new place, so nice. seeing some commercials, which uh, going off into semi mini tangent with the new trailer for Alita, how they advertise it on TV is completely different than how they advertise it at the movie theater. Like the TV one is action dark and rah, and the bad guy's coming to get you, and the other one's a little bit more like ooh discovery of who you are and falls in love, and then also there's action and all this other stuff. It's like what? 
What? <laughs> I mean, yes, it's still a lot of the same things, but it's a very, you know, different choice to advertise it. And yeah. But I am excited about it because I read the graphic novel and I love the cartoon of that one. But I'm, I'm like, it's Battle Angel Alita, not Alita Battle Angel, but whatever. Yeah, I've not uh, seen either, either of those. So I will be curious to see what this film is like. I'm curious, too. It's been a while, so I think it's kind of good that I haven't read it, watched it in a little while, because then it'll be more just like the essence of it, of how much I remember. Because I think if I... Part of me would be like, yeah, let's totally rewatch and reread everything right before, but then I think I'll just compare it and be upset. Uh, a friend of mine, though, she's really excited. That's a series she loves, but she's ready for it. Though it's funny, casting-wise, Christoph Waltz kind of looks a lot like the character he's playing. Nice. Though the character has a much... Uh, inhumanly possible longer face but it kind of looks like him so that's just kind of a weird like oh you actually kind of look like the character so they did a good job <laughs> of finding somebody who actually kind of looks like that well i know james yeah. cameron had been for working uh trying to get this to the big screen for the longest time and then went from wanting to direct it to now he's just uh producing it for robert rodriguez to yeah. do that knowing that would you rather have seen james cameron if you had your choice to do a different career path, and instead of focusing so much more on Avatar films, he goes, he he just said like, you know what, I'm going to work on Battle Angel and get that to the screen first. Oh, he took so long to do it. Um, no, I don't really care. Be like, well, you can stay with Avatar. I just was like, damn, this is taking you so long to make this movie because I felt like I had heard about it like yeah. ten years ago. Why is this movie taking so long? Um, the weird discussion that also would take up a lot of time. So maybe leave your comments. It's interesting that people aren't clamoring so much about this movie. Of technically, it's a Japanese property, and but the characters of who's playing who compared to Ghost in the Shell. Though technically, Ghost in the Shell is kind of set in like future Japan. Um, Alita is like this nondescript future world. So is that better because then you're not necessarily associating them as Japanese people? Because Christoph Waltz is a white character in the cartoon. Like, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Alita is actually played by a Latina actress in the movie, which is kind of cool because the character is, you know, she's an android. She's not, well, it's an interesting mix of stuff. But, you know, it's not necessarily a regular human that goes in the shell. It's like, well, it's technically a shell. So it's a fun discussion. I was thinking about that, like, oh, this is, everybody was so upset on that, and then nobody said much on this one, and I wonder if it's, yeah, because it's not necessarily set in a realistic place we know and associate with. Well, I mean, true. I can understand that. Uh, I guess I was looking for, I mean, if you looked at, if you wanted to see a film for a property that you really enjoyed, and it's, it certainly has been a while since you've seen it or read it, uh, but to see this finally brought to the big screen, would you rather see, be, uh, see come to the screen directed by James Cameron? Or Robert Rodriguez, he is a great alternative. Mm, I think Cameron has a good job with the epicness, and Rodriguez does a good job with the grittiness. And for this property, the grittiness feels better. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I was like, I know you don't know the property, but what would what are your thoughts then now with what you've seen a little bit of it? I mean, I've seen a little bit of it. I mean, and the, certainly the footage that I've seen looks intriguing, so I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm willing, to, I, I'm definitely going to go see it, but I don't know. I mean, I just love the way James, James Cameron directs a film. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. it's been, I mean, I know that, you know, Avatar is his baby and yeah. he's doing it, but it's like, I don't know if I, if, if I was so much more like of an Avatar fan that I was like, mm. yeah, do it, James. I cannot wait for more Avatar films. Don't then, want him shackled to it. Yeah. Essentially. It's like, oh, man, I, I'd love for you to see, mm. do something that's just not Avatar related and just. 
come back and just do this one for us. But good question. Yeah. yeah. But he's not. It's gonna be Robert Rodriguez, and I'm sure the do, movie. I was gonna will say, well, do you, I, the last Rodriguez one I really like too is like Planet Terror, and um, from the uh, the Grindhouse, Grindhouse. yeah. <laughs> like I'm like yes. Or you see Rose McGowan with her gun leg. Yes, that's come right. On. She's gun legging it up. So yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. So yeah, um, but, but uh, to yeah. Miss Paula specifically though, for the film that we're talking about for uh, our box office bet, other than like. I mean, I, I walk by the, the in the movie theater at AMC that I will see the poster. I don't really spend too much time with it. It's just like a real close up uh, shot of Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, face. I was when I just looked at the picture. That was one of the ones too. But again, it's mm. one of those films. I mean, it just feels like the studio just knows that they have a loser because I haven't seen a lot of promotion for it. There's nothing else. It's like this dog day of like end of January, beginning of February. Yeah, I, this, I love it when a movie comes out and we're like. Which one? <laughs> That's a reminder. So I like, you're not advertising anywhere. So but yeah. I, yeah. It's uh, it's tough to feel like, yeah, this is a movie I'm a jazz to go see. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't feel like the studio itself is not that uh, pumped. I mean, I know they can't love everything they do. Mm. I think they, every studio hopefully goes into the intention of making a great movie. And through a variety mm-hmm. of circumstances, sometimes that works. Their, and maybe see- their advertising budget is not what they wanted, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, doing our box office bet on Miss Bala shortly. But before we do that, we want to do a little box office rewind. Love it. Thank you. Decent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where we look back at somebody that's going to be uh, at their opening box office weekend totals, their top five, uh, for a film that's coming out this week. And, of course, this is Miss Bala. So I thought, hey, uh, Anthony Mackie, let's call him up to bat. And we're going to be looking at not Anthony Mackie's uh, top five, which is uh, all superhero films, as you can imagine. He's mm-hmm. heavy in the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we're going to look down at his uh, six through ten mm. to see uh, what his non-superhero films, what those are. So coming in there at number five for Anthony Mackie's six through ten <laughs> non-superhero uh, films <laughs> there. Uh, Pain and Gain from Paramount back in 2013, directed by Michael Bay with The Rock, Mark Wahlberg. I think that's one of the few I started and stopped. There's very few on my I'll come back to it later spectrum. I never not finish a movie. Always I, do. I was more excited about that movie because, I mean, based on a true story. Yeah. And I, I was just like, couldn't All right. get into it. It was Michael Bay outside of, yeah. you know, more like the, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be kind of like a smaller thing like the Bad Boys or Transformers. So I was excited mm. to see him. Working a little bit smaller scale, but it just didn't quite land. Yeah. Uh, so that made uh, twenty point two its opening weekend. Then number uh, number four, Notorious from two thousand and nine, from Fox Searchlight, twenty point four million dollars. Don't think I saw that one. Neither did I. Uh, number three, though, The Adjustment Bureau from Universal, came out in tw- 2011, 21.1 million dollars. I think I did. That was great. Matt Damon, <laughs> Emily Blunt. Uh, it's where the guys where you have to you can go through those doorways if you wear the hat. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That film. was a good one. I thought that was really mm-hmm. good. Uh, coming to number uh, two is a, a film that I feel I just got a soft spot for, Real Steel, two thousand eleven. Yeah. That one was really cute. Yeah, twenty seven point three million dollars. That's uh, and there's always been talk about doing a sequel for that film, and it's never really materialized. Mm. Although I don't know, it's not. A film it doesn't I, need one. Yeah, I mean, if they made one, I guess I would check it out for sure, mm-hmm. but. I've never. I've always been satisfied yeah. with the story as as told. Wrapped, done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Levy uh, showing a remarkable restraint because I know they talked about like there's uh, the sequence where they leave the robot and it just holds on him. And they said mm. if, after a couple seconds they held it a little longer and the original cut and he kind of moves slightly. You're like, oh wait, is he self aware or not? Mm. But they took that out. Oh. I was like, yeah, thank you, Sean Levy. Yes. Mm. 
Uh, and coming at number one for Anthony Mackie's top five non-superhero box office opening weekends, this is Eagle Eye from uh, Paramount and DreamWorks back in 2008, $29.1 million. That was the one with Shia LaBeouf and... I was like, nope, don't uh, think I saw that one. Uh, Michelle Monaghan. No. It's about, you know, of course, uh, this great new government software, kind of like the HAL of the oh, government software. Oh, I remember the ads, yeah. Yes. But did not see that. Twice. Goes wrong. Uh, Shia LaBeouf has a twin who was involved with the project and then gets killed and then he's sent all this information and he's the only one that can expose his government conspiracy. Mm. So there you, you know. go. Because that's how it works out. You're the only one who can solve the problem. The, the only whole world. one. Save the world. <laughs> yes. So, uh, folks, we're ready. As we, uh, as I mentioned, we have our box office bet in, uh, set up right now with Miss Bala. But before we do that, to round out our show, we're going to dig a uh, peek at what our next week's top five will look like. Okay. Adding Miss Bala into the mix, 2,000 screens. We got Anthony Mackie, Ooh. Gina Rodriguez. I, I'm curious if the Jane the Virgin fans will... Like, if that's the type of movie they're going to want to watch. Because they could really like her from the show, but I don't feel those are quite the same genre. <laughs> no. no. But, you know, true. you could want to see her in a different kind of role. So there's that, too. Do you think, well, first off, before we even place it in a spot, do you think it'll crack the top five? Given that. If our- Spider Verse is only at six, it could maybe. But it only had like an 18.8% drop, so it's not huge. Uh, wow, Ken Jack, I like your optimism. Ken Jack says Miss Ball will be number one. <laughs> for real, Ken Jack? <laughs> said Miss Bala, then Glass for two, three for Upside, four Aquaman, and five Spider-Verse. Seriously? <laughs> Holy cow! That's, uh, that's, that's impressive. All right, I like that, that, that sense of optimism. I don't think it'd be number one if only because, yeah, the advertising has been pretty minimal. Um, but it could be, if she's promoting it, fans would maybe be more inclined, and that's a very popular show. Is it? Maybe I mean, number five. I mean... Maybe not as much now. It's tough it's to say. It's been on for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's on the CW, mm. so I mean, it may have a devoted fan base, but I just don't know how well that spreads out to the mainstream. That's true. Uh, DC Patient says Glass, then Upside, Aquaman, Spider-Verse, and Bala. So, I can't keeping with that. everything the same, and maybe it's number five. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue that. I feel well. Like Ken Jack says only needs to make about ten million for number one. <laughs> absolutely, you are absolutely Touché. right. That, that is correct. Yep. Uh, I but I have a feeling this is heck. It, it could be in Serenity category where it's just it's. I mean, certainly bigger like, stars, it, but. Mm-hmm. Not much promotion, and it just kind of fades in at like, yeah. a, like a, you know, a little over $4 million. Um, I think that's probably where... Because I think it'll get in there, but it'll be five. And I don't know if the kid who would be king would get more like attraction later. It might not. It, uh, it doesn't I don't seem feel like it's it. like everybody's super excited and rushing people to go. It might be more like... Mm. Yeah, I feel like people would be still more inclined, especially mm-hmm. given the Academy Award nomination for Into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. that it could still stick around a little bit longer. I think it's, without that, if, say, the Academy Award nominations were still, like, a month off from now, I think you could see Spider-Man Into the Spider- Spider-Verse kind of I think still, up. yeah. But it's going to still hold on to there. Yeah. So, no, I agree. I, I, I could see it at yeah. five, but that's, oof, that's... I think so, too. But now we get a bet on how much. Yep, there you go. <laughs> how much? 
watch number five. It will make. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to round out our show with our box office bet. Uh, as always. Oh, <laughs> Star Drew. Sorry, Star Drew says, so we'll vote in like the four to seven ballpark range. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, we, uh, Carrie and I, and Amy, when she's here, when she you know deems us worthy to show mm. up, now, uh, we will bet on what we think the opening box office total will be. And then the winner gets to be uh, basking in the glow of prognosticator or prognosticators. Mm. Much like myself, I'm just basking. I'm glowing right now. Oh, well, Sky says same thing, but pull Spider-Verse and put the kid and then Miss Ball. Interesting. Interesting, yep. Uh, and then the loser will have to go see this film, like Amy will be seeing uh, <laughs> uh, the the, uh, uh, the kid would be king and tell us all yeah. about it. Neela J in the chat says, who knows? Gina Rodriguez was on several talk shows this week. Who knows? Good point. Fair. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. if she's promoting it well, maybe? I, I, yeah, but again, I don't... I mean, and I just... I CW shows. Mm-hmm. I you know certainly devoted fan bases, but I just don't know mm. that translates to lots of seats in the theater. Yeah. All right. So it needs to make at least, maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got. Uh, let me just type. I got in a this. weird number, but we'll oh, see. Oh, <laughs> I, I like that there. Uh, you know, Juliet. I know you're just joining us here for this yeah. week. Uh, perhaps you'll be back next week. Would you like to partake in our box office bet? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I that's what know. I like to see. Okay, okay. I'll let you guys go first, though. So oh. you're betting for how much Miss Bala will make next weekend when it opens? In okay, theaters. it will make more than one dollar. I well, gotta we, be a little more specific. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, mm, let's see here. True. Well, the other thing too, Wellington brings up a good point. Gina Rodriguez is uh, getting some shit for her old Twitter account stuff. Uh, she's been well. It wasn't on Twitter. She said something on a show on an interview, and that was getting <sighs> clamorings over. Mm. So I wonder if more people are aware or. Well, this is going to be this is going to be a uh, going to run the margins on this one. This is going to be as I have a yeah. I'm like he All right. Okay. Uh Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I typed it right already in there. Uh and then Julia, if you want to say your top 5 of what you think would be what order in the box office. Uh oh, I don't know. I think um I think Miss Ball is going to surprise us. I think it okay. really will. But I don't think it will be the hit of the year. Definitely not. I think, as you mentioned, she's having some issues with the the media right now. Past tweets, different interviews. She was actually crying on the radio Mm -hmm. a few days back. Um, So I think that's going to play. But I also think that she has the support system in terms of her community. Uh, People who love the show. Uh, But who knows if that will translate or not. So I think my answer is a little vague, but hopefully that helps. Sure. (laughs) Remind me of the other movies? Um, The... the, um We've got uh, Glass, Thank you. The Upside, Aquaman, The Kid Who Would Be King, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Eon001 says, oh, more juicy outrage. What did she say? Um, it's It's been an ongoing thing with her. It's pretty much not supporting um, black community because uh, it was an interview for Smallfoot, I think. And um, I think Zendaya was sitting next to her. Well, I think it was that. Um, and then someone's interviewing... And says something of like, this is great for, um, you know, young black girls to see a character like this, blah, blah, And Gina Rodriguez is like, it's great for women, you know, of like discrediting race and just going for um, women. Hmm. And in one aspect, you can think she didn't mean it in a malicious way, but it was not taken well at all. And even the interviewer's like, 
okay, because <laughs> he was black too. So it's like, eh. So that's where it stemmed from it. Oh, um, Juliet was pulling up. And so then she got an interview going, no, that's not how I feel about it. And then she also is crying about it. And then she also, the other bigger thing is she goes, yeah, uh, my father's dark and gives his ethnic background. And then on Twitter, people are like, this is a picture of her father. He's not really that dark. Um, if you're doing a spectrum of like, yeah. So there's a lot of levels to this, but it's getting her on social media news. Anyway. If y'all have seen that on Twitter, I'm on Twitter a lot. And I'm like, oh, what are, <laughs> what is, what's in the trending tweets and stuff? But Julia, um, are you, yeah. do you, are you already making weekend plans to go see Miss Bala? Mm, I don't think so. Mm, <laughs> see, that's why I feel like many people are going to feel the same way. They might lick her on Jane the Virgin, but if they're not, I don't know if they're really going to run out to the theater yeah. to go see her. Uh, also, Nilas points out in the chat, Gina said that Hispanic women in Hollywood make less money than African American women. So that was also, so... She got a lot of blacklash from black community. Uh, so let's pull up. Yeah, Yusuf says Twitter can be fun. Yes, it can be. Um, so let's look at what some numbers the chat were saying, Juliet. This might help you out a little bit. We have Zyas B. Loose says 5.5. Uh, Wellington says 6.3. Um, I saw a couple other ones. DC Patient says, um, where'd it go? I thought you had a number there. Oh, uh, 6.2. And any other people say numbers? Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. I think I'll round it out to like a 5.8. All right, okay. five point. I like Ooh. it. I like that. Julia, guess what? What? I said 5.8 as <gasps> well. Oh! That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the one. Ding, ding, ding. We're gelling there, there, yes. Mm, I went 6.1. Okay. So. Oh, wow, Ooh. very tight. Yes. Tight, 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 tight. Rugged English says 4.7. We'll have to check, uh, text Amy and be like, Amy, what's your number? Yeah. Oh. And then you got to write it down. So everybody go see Miss Bala, please. I beg you. <laughs> I beg you, please. Go see Oh, boy. Uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Juliet, you're filled with regret now. Admit it. Yeah, I am. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us, folks. As always, mm. like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up or two or three or four. However many you can fit there. And thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat, sharing your thoughts and commentary. But if you're watching after we stream live, Carrie, what can they do? Uh, yes, Frank, you can all comment down below. And back to our other question, what makes a twist in a movie good? Please do not specify a movie because then that kind of spoils what the twist is. But, yeah. You can talk about that. Look at that. Uh, and if you want to follow any of us, even after the show's over, Juliet, where can they find you? Oh, thank you, guys. You can follow me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. Oh. Oui, oui. oui. <laughs> C'est magnifique. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, that's about yeah, not many French words in my vocab. Anyway, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And go check out AfterBuzz Anime Reviews. We're on the AfterBuzz channel uh, under animation. We're talking about Soul Eater. It's finally gotten really good. I wasn't loving season one, but season two it started off really strong. Fantastic. And make sure everybody check out Amy Cassandra Martinez's. Uh, I'm all away. M. T. I'm all, what is her? Is that backwards? Oh, Z? Nailed it. Nailed it. Great. <laughs> she can be fine uh, on Twitter at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Yeah, that's, that's right. Her. Yes. Follow her on social well, media. Well, she does for, a thing. <laughs> it's a hand gesture. It's yeah. all great. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie yeah. really got it down pat. But she's yeah. at the Sega Awards. Follow her adventures there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. We'll be back next week 
Super Bowl week, everybody. What? Holy cow, with an all-new episode of Box Office Breakdown right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see, see some movies, especially Miss Paula. Please, go see it. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.